0: Now today's federal newscast. Low-income Americans are still being targeted by private debt collectors hired by the IRS. National taxpayer advocate Nina Olson reviewed 4,100 cases in which the IRS assigned private collection agencies to collect debt from those unable to pay their basic living expenses. Olson found 28% of the people visited by debt collectors had incomes of less than $20,000. Olson works with the IRS as an advocate for the American taxpayer. The House failed in its latest attempt late last week to invoke the Holman Rule, an antiquated law that was recently used to target individual federal employee salaries. Republican Congressman Paul Gosser of Arizona wanted to cut the salary of the Western Area Power Administration's top leader, Mark Gabriel, to just one dollar. Gabriel has been criticized for his handling of embezzlement within the administration, for alleged whistleblower reprisal, and for spurning congressional demands for documents and testimony. There was heated debate over the amendment to a fiscal 2019 spending package, but Gosser's amendment was voted down. House Democrats are urging the FBI and Justice Department to open a criminal investigation of EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt. The Democrats, including local representatives Don Beyer, Jerry Conley, and Jamie Raskin, are asking for an investigation of whether Pruitt directed an EPA aide to set up a meeting with Chick-fil-A executives regarding his wife's becoming a franchisee. Pruitt also allegedly sought to use his influence to get his wife a job at a New York nonprofit. A legislative fight kicks up over the ban on a Chinese manufacturer of telecom gear. More from Tom Timmon.
1: Thursday, the Trump administration reached a settlement with ZTE. The company would pay $1.4 billion to get off the Commerce Department's denied persons list and to submit to 10 years of supply chain monitoring to keep itself from U.S. export control violations. Now a bipartisan group of senators adds a provision to the defense authorization bill, reversing that ruling and reinstating the ban. I'm Tom Tamman.
0: The Air Force has transferred cyber responsibilities from Air Force Space Command to the Air Combat Command. The service hopes the move will drive faster decisions in aligning cyber with intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance by having them under the same command. Meantime, the Air Force says it has arrested one of its most wanted fugitives, an officer who deserted the service 35 years ago. Here's Jared Serbu. Captain William Hughes was sent on a temporary duty assignment to Europe in 1983, but never showed up there and hasn't been seen since. As it turns out, he's been living in California the entire time under an assumed identity. It was discovered by State Department officials investigating what turned out to be a fraudulent passport Hughes obtained under a fake name. He told investigators he'd been depressed about being in the Air Force, so he left. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Veterans Affairs has opened a third call center to deal with increased demand on the Veterans Crisis Line. The Crisis Line provides suicide prevention services to veterans. The new center will be in Topeka, Kansas. Since VA opened its first crisis call center in 2007, it has grown to more than 650 employees. Since 2007, the center says it's received more than 3.5 million calls. GSA will be looking for another senior IT executive soon.
1: Kurt Garbars, GSA's Chief Information Security Officer, is retiring from government. Garbars has been the CISO at GSA for the past 17 years. Sources confirm Garbars will be replaced by Bo Burles on an interim basis until the agency hires a permanent CISO. During his career, Garbars also led the Cloud Computing Security Working Group under the Federal CIO Council and created the lightweight ATO security process for cloud services. Burles has been with GSA since 2002 and since 2013 the Director of Security Engineering. I'm Jason Miller.
0: Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes, and follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.